Good morning and welcome to The Breakfast Show. You are listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8 or 88 on the Faith FM network and you are joined by Danuta and my fabulous co-host Lawson. Lawson, good morning and good morning to Shell. This is her second day back after coming back from overseas. Producer Shell, how are you all keeping? Oh, man. Just grinding. Just, just. I'm, I'm well. I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm here. I'm getting it done. That's, that's you know, the way. I'm, I'm, I'm in it to win it. That's the way. How hey, about yourself, Danuta? What I'm are you grateful? Really for this good. Morning? I think I shared with. You, I'm really grateful for again for God. And it's amazing. I was, mm. When I was driving here this morning, after what I'm about to share, you know, that that impacted me. I thought to myself, you know, um, somebody once said to me, when we know God, when we when we know God. We see things in the world in three dimensions instead of two dimensions. Mm-hmm. This was an atheist that said that to me at the time. And I thought, there is, there's depth with what we see. And let me explain well, I am, what I mean. I am perplexed that he would say something like that. But, he, like, yeah, fair enough. He's like, I think, and he became a Christian in the end, mm. this, this person. But anyway, the thing is that when I walked out the front door this morning, I heard cows. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't have cows in our front street, but we're actually in a bit of a country area. And straight away for me, there was just this beautiful feeling of hearing these cows. And also, then mm. when I drove around the corner, of course, the fog was still out and whatever, but there's all these ducks wandering around, you know, mm. through this fog. It was just a beautiful picture. And then a couple of days ago when I went off the show and, and you know, I always go for a walk after we've, we've had the show. I went for a walk and down by the lake, as I was literally walking past the lake, four beautiful pelicans literally flew in and just landed right there in front of me on the lake. And I thought, how great is our God? Wow, that's incredible. beautiful? Yeah, just beautiful nature unfolding before you. I I love that so much. Dude, I'm in down in Kirimbong, you know, on College Drive there. There's lots of, like, goats and birds chirp and whatnot. And it's just amazing to see that, you know, working. And coming up on our show today, we have our interview with Kylie Dirchburn, who is from Devoted Supports. That'll be really interesting. In our news segment today, we've got some really new, interesting new findings with NASA, which is just fantastic. And also in the Bible, we're continuing with Ephesians 6, looking at wrestling against evil powers. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Okay, Lawson, we have our first quiz question for this morning and our fifth to last one for the day before we go into the draw. Well, we find out who actually wins the prize for this week, the one that you've been raving so much about. Oh, yeah, dude. Around the world recipes. Well, this is awesome. (laughs) Guys, you need to get an 8.45 a.m. today. That is when we're going to be spinning the wheel and drawing a winner from the prize. And our first question for today is simply this. How many verses are there in 2 John? Mm, if you know how many verses are, there are in 2 John, 0491 Series 64669 is the number to call or text. And you'll go into the draw for A Taste of Travel, an amazing book by Nancy Kite getting into soups and stews from around the world. We've got to, we've got to do some fill in the gaps here. You know, I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, where haven't we gone yet? Have you been to the, have you been to Fiji before? No, I haven't, but I'd like to go sometime. I've been to Fiji. I, it's like, 
like one of my okay. earliest memories is going to Fiji and Vanuatu with my family. I would have mm. been like maybe four or five. And I remember oh, wow. I remember playing like, you know, limbo, like where you go under the stick and, oh. you know, if you can't go under the stick, you get out. I remember because we were in like some kids club or something while my parents went out to dinner and we we're playing limbo. And then I kept getting out because I was like five and just wasn't like doing it properly and they kept telling me to get out but i thought it was really funny if i just kept going <laughs> and like i remember the the organizers of like the limo they're like no stop and i'm just like nah look at me i'm the bomb um but hey look um in, if you want a soup or stew from fiji well hey i got a ride in front of me here you can eat roasted carrot and maple syrup soup which oh, wow. sounds incredibly interesting. Mm. But I like both of those things. Mm. I like roasted carrot. I like maple syrup. Put those things together. Apparently, it's yum. an amazing soup from Fiji. Yum. Well, hey, 0491-064-669. If you write in with the correct answer, you'll go into the draw to win this amazing book. And I can already see people getting in Absolutely. with correct wow. answers Isn't as that well. so cool? I wonder if the Cook Island ones, we can might be check later, but... Where the Cook Island ones has got taro in it. Because they, of course, eat a lot of taro. We'll, we'll have and to so, see. Or Samoans do too. Mm. So where are we going to today? Which city or town are we saying hi to that has our Faith FM station and our faithful Faith FM listeners? And maybe new listeners even on today. So where are we going to today, Lawson? We're going to none other than Nambour, Queensland. Nambour. Listening on 88.0 FM. Now, Nambour is just northwest of the Sunshine Coast. It's a, yeah. a bit Bit of a, a bit of a smaller region, but hey, there's, there's still a bunch of people living there. Shout out Nambour, Queensland. If you're listening to Nambour, Queensland, and if you are from Nambour, Queensland or around the area, hey, give us a text 0491-064-669. That is our number. Let us know what you think of Nambour or if you've ever been there, you know, been to the town of Nambour. Yeah, I've been through had there. Had a good time. You've been through there? Yeah, yeah. What do you think and of I, Nambour? Well, I think, it's, I think it's lovely, but all that coastal area, I love the Sunshine Coast. I think it's one of the nicest places we do have in Australia, if I dare say that. <laughs> I don't know. Have you heard of uh, Have you heard of Newcastle? Newcastle is pretty cool. Oh, Newcastle is so good. Love, love mm. Newcastle. Love Newcastle and the surrounding areas. I mean, the Hunter region itself is beautiful too. Hey, in mm. every way. So, but Amazing. hey, some good news. You want to hear some positively I'm good here to hear news? Good news. Okay, here's some really good, interesting news. Remember the other day. Some of our listeners may remember this too, that we actually had Scott Devon on last week from Creation Ministries. Yeah. And something that was really interesting is that he actually was talking about the fact that um, they've actually discovered, you know, probably about 5,000 or so, if I remember correctly, that was the number, um, about 5,000 other planets that are outside of our, our, our known solar system. Yeah, wow. Remember that? And that he was saying something about, you know, how there's the, the, the stars and the planets and how the, the vibration actually, imp- you know, affects how they actually are, you know, and how they actually orbit and stuff like that. And I thought that was really fascinating, even though it's an area I, I, I don't understand uh, as much as anywhere near, of course, as much as Scott Devon does, but his stuff was just so fascinating. So here's the interesting thing, right? Um, NASA has actually found some new findings. They've actually found 
an ocean world in the atmosphere. What does that mean? They've actually found a planet that seems to have actually both the surface covered entirely in its oceans, and it's referred to a high seaian world, mm. and it also has a protective atmosphere. Oh, so protective okay. atmosphere, of course, slows down the growth. Or in the case of what Scott said, is, is that in, you know in these in these planets, typically there is no habitat, right? Mm. Um, um, but you know if there is if there was to be anything that it would actually preserve the life. But, of course, you know, the interesting thing is they've seen this, what they've called it, the high sea world mm. because of the surface being covered entirely in oceans. Now, just, just mm-hmm. a bit of history as well, of course, is that astrology, there's actually evidence that shows that by the 6th century BC, the Babylonians had a great deal of astrological knowledge mm-hmm. um, and they were likely possibly to name the first five visible planets that we know of. Now, you know, 6th century BC, Babylonians, you think of the book of Daniel mm-hmm. and it speaks there of astrologers, doesn't it, as well? Mm-hmm. But, you know, and then by the 1st century BC, the Greeks actually greatly enhanced the um, the astrological findings of the Babylonians and stuff mm-hmm. and so they renamed some of the planets. Um, and, yeah, so astrology has been, you know, fine, looking at the planets has been around for centuries and centuries and mm-hmm. stuff. But so now they've actually got a new this new finding and how did they find it? Well, here's how they found it. The scientists use what's called the James Webb uh, space, telescope. Space yeah. telescope. Yes. Yeah. You're familiar with that? Oh, we've, we've talked about it a fair few times on the breakfast show because this was the, the replacement to the Hubble. It was uh-huh. worth like multi billion. It was a huge, I think it was like a $10 billion project or something like that. Right. And they've just been able, it's like, it's like Hubble could see yeah. really far. Yeah. But James Webb. Even, even further, even further, that's, it's been that's incredible. Right. So, using the the, the spe- spectrographs from the web, so the mm. the spectrographs, of course, are an instrumental device that actually separates the signals. You can say, you know, the signals or the radiation. You could kind of say mm. um, to to different waves or wave, different wavelengths, sort of thing. So, a bit bit. But you could say like um, like a prism that's splitting from you know white into the the different colours. That kind of effect. Mm. And so they've used this this web telescope and they've actually found a planet that they've called the K218b which has got a which they believe is about 120 light years away from the earth and it actually orbits um you know, kind of around what's called a, what they what they believe is a red dwarf star. So it's actually called the K two eighteen. This star. So even though it's a really tiny star, they're believing that the that the planet actually orbits around this star. And of course, you know, with with what what Scott told us last week, this is all kind of making you know sense because he really unpacked that really well for us last week. And it's believed to be, this planet's believed to be larger than the Earth, which is really interesting because the Earth is pretty big. Mm. Um, but the scientists seem to think that there's actually this water ocean under what's called a hydrogen-rich kind of atmosphere, you could say. And they've actually found, a, I guess, um, a huge amount of methane. Uh, what's the other ones? Let me just check here. Uh, carbon dioxide and also um, limited amounts of ammonia. 
And so because of that, they're, they're feeling that, you know, this is like hydrogen rich and there's lots of water. And the light and glare of the actual host star means that it's difficult, though, for them to actually get complete detailed observation of this, of, of what's called an exoplanet, so the planet mm. that is outside of our, our solar system. But that actually orbits the star. And I just think this it's just fascinating stuff that we that there's more and more discoveries, but also prove... Um, or showing us the greatness of God. Mm. You know, I think in Genesis 15, God said to Abraham, count the stars if you are able to number them, hey. Mm. And, of course, we can't number them because there's so many. Mm. And also in Jeremiah it says, the host of heavens cannot be numbered nor the sand of the sea measured. I mean, and we have just mm. this amazing, great, great God. Mm. Hey? Absolutely. So that fascinating yeah, stuff? Just the vastness of the universe. Oh, and just like. I, I love in the sense that, like, we are starting to see these planets that have potentially an ability for habitability. You know, we say, oh, like, they've got a, an atmosphere that is protective. Yeah. And, and they're, you know, out there in the, in the, in the wild, in the wide world. Um, but they're not this Earth. And I think that was one of the biggest points Scott Devon was making is like, but then this Earth and the way that it's placed and the way that it's created, you know, is, is perfect for life. And it's just, totally improbable or impossible and the more planets we find the more we realize like the the life on this earth is like life in this universe is so impossible it has to be by design which is incredible absolutely and also scott had said that they found that the earth is very special in the universe and reflects that bigness of god absolutely you're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith fm positively different going with our next quiz question please lawson how long did it take nehemiah and the others to rebuild the wall of jerusalem this is an epic construction project that wow. was let out by god if you know how long it took 0491 is the number to text we've got some options for you here was it a 72 days b 42 days c 82 days or d 52 days if you know how long it took for Nehemiah to rebuild the wall of Jerusalem, was it, again, A, 72 days, B, 42 days, C, 82 days, or D, 52 days, give us a text at 0491-064-669, our prize for this week, a taste of travel by Nancy Kite. What was the, you said the Cook Islands before? Yes. Let's see, does it have the Cook Islands? I don't think it, I think we're missing the, the Cook Islands, Try Rorotonga is one of them, isn't it? That was the most common one for Cook Islands? Uh, let's see. Nah, R- not, seeing, no. not seeing that one Okay, either. let's try Samoa then. Samoa. They would probably have taro in there. Samoa. Oh, we don't have Samoa either. Okay, we're seeing a lack of representation of oh, the islands So we here. can't make we a full Fiji. trip around the world. We have Fiji <laughs> and we have New Zealand as well. So we've, we're doing well so far. But let's see, if we just go like north of the islands and you go up to say... Taiwan, and you can make Taiwanese noodle soup. Uh-huh. You know, so so we're well, guys, we're Sounds living good. our best life. Taiwan is an island. You know, it's essentially, you know, essentially, we've we've got the islands there. Absolutely. 0491-064-669 is the number to text again if you know the answer to that one. How long did it take Nehemiah and the others to rebuild the wall of Jerusalem? Okay, in some interesting news today, I'm going to be talking about Netflix. Ah, uh-huh. I'm going to be talking about you know. Movies and stuff. Uh, but particularly an announcement that comes out that Netflix has secured a streaming deal for The Chosen. 
Ah, true. Now, for those who don't know, The Chosen is a smash hit, you know, Christian TV series about the life of the apostles who follow Jesus, the 12 disciples following them. And And goes through the story of Jesus. That's right. Mm. It's it's capturing the story of Jesus and and the interactions between the apostles and whatnot. We've talked about The Chosen on the show before. We have praised The Chosen for being a depiction of Jesus's life. We have grilled the chosen at times for maybe some of the practices and some of the issues and even some of the you know some of the things in within the show itself that are maybe a little bit touch and go and oh not representative fully of what the bible has said uh, but regardless at the same time you know it, it's great to have christian media now and they were able to keep on filming at the time when other others had, couldn't actually do filming hollywood had to stop and everything yeah during COVID time, wasn't it? Well, during COVID time, wasn't it? No, 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 no. So, well, let let me explain a little bit right now. So, currently, right now, is uh, what is going on is called the SAG after spi- uh, strikes, which is something we've mentioned on the That's show right. before. Sorry, got it mixed up. That is happening right now. Yes, uh, isn't it the Screen Actors? Yeah, no, yeah. The yeah. That, that's the, uh, that's the, the, one. the acronym the, is the SAG AFTRA, but it's yeah, the Screen Actors Guild the screen and the actors Writers Guild. Guild. That's what I was it's thinking the, of. It's I the was actors, like, it's the actors and the writers. <laughs> they're all striking against Hollywood that's it. because they don't have any type of, of system or to respond to inflation or to, you know, any type of minimum working standards in terms of the hours they have to do or the wages. And so they're striking for that. And it's also streaming deals and AI. There's like a bunch of different uh, aspects that are a part of this strike. But essentially what is happening is that in the majority of Hollywood, 99% of Hollywood is not functioning right now. The writers aren't writing scripts Mm. and the actors aren't working. And and it's it's continuing and it's continuing and that's because the demands of the writers and the actors are not being met by the studios. Yeah. And so this is a strike against the studios themselves that hey you need to increase these things or we're not going to come back to you know you need to give us a safety net. This is a union strike that's taking place now. The chosen was given an exemption from this strike because they aren't funded by any of the major Hollywood studios. That's right. It's They're completely not- funded by uh, by. You and I, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, uh, it's funded by, there are a number of big sponsors, but simultaneously it's, it was a very much a crowdfunded movement to get this going. And they reported to SAG-AFTRA and they were like, look, we've got all these checks and balances in place. You know, we're paying our people like, and, and which is actually fantastic to see that a, a a studio that is an angel studios, which is a Christian based studios that is endeavoring to make Christian based content can go to the screen actors guild and go, Hey, look, uh, we're actually treating our people, right. Can we continue to film? And they're like, you know what? Yeah, go for it. Like they got a special, um, they got a special, uh, dispensation to be Mm. able to do that. Now, Netflix has come in and has struck a deal with them. And this is a good thing for the, proliferation of this show but the reason is because all of these studios are now in a place where like the the movies that are coming out in the cinema right now that are coming out on streaming sites where they're starting to run out Mm. for next year's movie Mm. season and for next Mm. year's cinema season it's going to be very very limited it's going to be so sparse so sparse to the point where the next big hit movie on the on the horizon of movies is actually just they've made a compilation of a taylor swift concert and they're going to release it in cinemas that's like the on, on the foreseeable roadmap 
of movies and maybe you guys don't follow movies and that's fine. Like, and I'm not saying go and watch these movies or whatever. And I'm not saying you even need to follow movies. Um, but in the foreseeable future for Hollywood, they're getting really desperate because yeah. they don't want to give in to the demands of the actors and the writers. And the biggest reason why they don't want to give in the demands and the, the actual, the company that it affects the most is actually Netflix is because mm. the actors are wanting residuals from streaming sites. Mm-hmm. And if they give it, re- if seeming streaming sites give residuals and they're going to have to tell their streaming numbers and something that is really, really huge on streaming and that has kept their, the streaming business afloat is that they don't release the numbers on streaming sites. So then they don't have to pay actors proportionately because like a really bad, mm. eat cheaply made show on a streaming site will be a massive hit but then if it's if they know it's a massive hit, then they have to go and pay all the actors fairly. Mm. And so they're like, they don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And so then they won't give in to the demands. So then the strike won't stop. Mm-hmm. So now they're running out of content. Yeah. And now the streaming sites like Netflix are looking around and they're like, what content can we put on our site? Because we're running out. And if wow. we run out, then people will stop subscribing. Our share prices will slide mm-hmm. and then we'll fall apart. And so they've chosen to put in a Christian one Yeah, now. they're How like, oh, well, what is the amazing. only television show that's being made? It's... It's the chosen. So now the chosen actually finds itself in a little bit of a difficult situation because they've gotten permission by the Screen Actors Guild and the SAG-AFTRA to go and to make their show. Mm-hmm. But now it's being used by the studio that they're striking against yes. as a means to circumvent their, their meeting the demands of the Screen Actors yeah. Guild. <laughs> And so it's like this weird tension in There's Hollywood. This tension that's and occurring, the, isn't the there? Christian media yeah. is getting caught up into. Right. And so my question is, okay, well, where's how- this going to go further with this then Th- in the future? That's right. This was mm-hmm. just announced, and I'm interested to see how it is that saying after actually and feels about this because any of the actors that are actually part of the screen actors guild who are participating, if they go and work right now, yes. if they go and work for one of the studios. They're, they're called, they, the, the term that they use is jumping the picket fence uh-huh. or jumping the picket line. Yeah. And ultimately those people are just blacklisted for life. Like they're just like uh, the latest actor to do it. I think it was Drew Barrymore who like crossed the picket line and decided to go and do a project. They're like, okay, like we're never going to write any, we're not, we're not going to cast her in production. We're never going to include her in anything we ever do ever again. So it's like that's that that's the yeah, outcome. Yeah. And so I'm thinking I'm like There's gonna be a huge ripple effect from this, isn't for there? In, the in so chosen going yep. forward, I'm like, is all of Hollywood just gonna like and all the screen actors and the act, the writers and whatnot, are they just going to blacklist them? It's interesting to see. What do you think, Shell? I'm just uh, got a question because I mean the chosen has been on Netflix for well over a year now. Mm-hmm. So I'm just confused by. Yep. So that was just season one. So what? What is the like the new contract? Yep. That has caused the problem. Well, the new contract with Netflix is one that will be as well with the chosen. It's been day one for the Angel Studios app and whatnot. And then, mm-hmm. as you said, there's only one season that's on on Netflix. They've struck a deal where Netflix has some level of immediacy with okay. when so the content get- comes out. Season four. Yeah, they're going to get it like as it's coming out and whatnot. So it's like an active partnership between Angel Studios and Netflix to release the media as soon as it comes out, which again could be construed as jumping the picket line. And uh, and offending all the actors who are currently fighting for a better deal. So interesting it's, tension oh, in different areas. Isn't wow, there? the Christian Christian media and regular media colliding here in a very awkward way. 
You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Danuta and Lawson. Lawson, it's come time for our next quiz question. Number three, our third to last one for today before we go, to go and spin the wheel for the draw of the cookbook. Take it away. Fill in the blank here. It is good for a man that he bear the blank in his youth. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. I'm actually. This is coming from the book of Lamentations, chapter mm, three. And lots I'm at, of lamenting in there. That's right. I, I'm writing a, an essay about the events of this time and Ezekiel and Jeremiah. Uh-huh. And this verse actually is a is a is a. It represents, and actually, what the answer is represents a pivotal shift that happened in the nation of of Israel. That they were they had these things that were like wood, and then they went to to these things, and they were like iron. And it was like, oh, they had really became you know enslaved under the Babylonians and the Assyrians, and it's this really difficult situation. Yeah. But if you know what this, if what I'm talking about, you'll know what the fill in the blank is <laughs> here. Is, it is good for a man that he bear the blank. In his youth, you know mm. what that blank is. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to text if you know the answer to that. And of course, you're going to the draw to win a taste of travel, an amazing cookbook, going into vegetarian soups and stews from around the world. You know, we've been talking about all kinds of different places where you could eat, but maybe you know you just want to put your feet up in the Bahamas. You know, look out onto the beach. Oh, the Bahamas would be nice. And eat a papaya sunset soup. You know, as the sun goes down. It sounds, sounds amazing. Hey, again, 0491-064-669 is the number to text. But right now we're going to into our interview, Danuta. We are going into our interview. We've got Kylie Ditchburner. Hello, Kylie. Are you there? Good morning, guys. Good morning, <laughs> Good morning. Kylie. Welcome to our show. Um, Thank you. Just for our li- we're so excited that you can join us today. And uh, for our listeners just to know, Kylie Ditchburn is the Managing Director of Devoted Supports, which is an NDIS disability service around the Brisbane and Ipswich areas, which is a beautiful area to be in. But uh, tell us firstly a little bit about yourself, Kylie, and also how you got involved in this space. Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm from Western Australia. I'm a farm girl at heart. Um, <laughs> sorry. Lovely. My parents, are, parents are still sheep farmers and, um, and I used to work as a teacher. So I was a, a, a teaching teenagers at risk in, in WA for a care school, a Christian care school mm-hmm. over there, uh, for quite a few years. And mm. um, my background's actually recovery. So I started. I actually started with um, disabilities back in 2000 when I was an education assistant and then Mm. went on and did my teaching degree and so started in the field then and then um, through some not so uh, great circumstances back in 2006, uh, I split up with my then husband and actually ended up on drugs, very heavy drugs um, for a couple of years. So that was quite a traumatic time of my life and Jesus rescued me out wow. of that. Oh, praise so, the Lord. Yeah, yeah. And my parents got saved as well as a result. So, wow. you know, God works all things for the good of those mm. who love him and mm. uh, and are called according to his plan and purpose. And it's literally since then, since that moment of, um, you know, repenting in 2000, well, 2008 and nine, I got, got straight from my addiction. I, I, there was an offer to go to rehab, but... um. I didn't want to. I didn't want to take that journey. And, and the Lord just sovereignly led me into transformation, which is, you know, really 
choosing Jesus, when you put him at the center of everything, he mm. orders everything else in your life. And mm-hmm. it's been favor and blessing one after the other nonstop for the last, you know, um, 30, what, 15, almost 15 years wow. now. So, oh, that's yeah, incredible. so it's, it's been great. And understanding how recovery works as well, that, you know, meditate on scripture, have daily affirmations and um, prayer and really owning my own mm. stuff. You know, God wants to do soul surgery on us when we walk sin and walk through sin and um, all of that. He's He's the healer and mm. perfecter of our faith. And mm. yeah, so it's, it's been quite a, a journey of lots and lots of work on myself. But mm. with that, um, he's given me these tools and, and keys to help set others free. So wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited about this new journey. So I left my left my teaching job in uh, 2017 to become a missionary. So I went to yeah. y- YWAM in Townsville in 2017. So mm-hmm. I was there for for six months, and then I went and did my bachelor in ministry mm. um, with Alpha Crucis, and then I ended up in Brisbane. So um, that's how I kind of got over to this side of the world, mm. and uh, and then COVID hit, and I was actually supporting somebody uh, to help me with my studies at, at that time. So I, I met a friend at church, and she invited me, but just to be a support worker with her son. And at that point in time, I I said, Lord, you're going to have to change my heart here because my heart's not in disabilities anymore. And mm. and literally within weeks, I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm in love with this client or this participant and you know my heart was back in back in the disability land and then I learned all about um NDIS because I was started doing support coordination Mm. um and yeah then then it's just we've become a company and the vision is to um do recovery focused support for people with neurodiversity complex behaviors and in the mental health slash psychosocial disability arena so because anybody can be transformed by the renewing of their mind there's still new mm-hmm. habits of way like being you know just because you have a disability doesn't mean you can't access these tools mm. wow so, what a beautiful thing that you know you've you've taken what god has gifted you with um as well as your previous experience um within that teaching and the dis- disability area but on top of that you've actually experienced um, yeah, like you said, going into alcohol so deeply and then being transformed and, and recovering, you know, and Jesus has really mm-hmm. helped you in that space. So yeah. just this package of stuff that has come together that you're able to give. So yeah. just tell us a little bit about that space and what, what, um, yeah. So what Devoted Supports is actually offering in that space. So, you know, looking on your mm-hmm. website here, you've got Devoted Values and you actually got each of those, uh, D-E-V-O-T-E-D, the, the many of those two and just tell us a bit more also about the recovery process that you just mentioned yeah sure so uh, just just to clarify it was actually crystal meth so it was a pretty pretty hard drugs there mm, that, wow. that that i got delivered from so it wasn't mm. it was i mean any addiction is bad but um just to see how god's transformed me from that was is a miracle mm. um so with our devoted values, um, they're kingdom values, kingdom of God values. So be, being devoted to loving God and loving others as they are like, as we ourselves are loved, you know, mm. um, that we can only love from, from that place of, mm. um, knowing who we are as God's children. And, uh, and of course we do have 
staff as well that are not Chris- not Christian, but they align with our values to love. Um, and then we've got excellence, um, versatility, um, openness, teamwork, empowerment and dedication. So all of these, um, they're not just words they're actually who we are in essence it's what we do um you know openness to feedback openness and transparency uh versatility to not just adapt to change but being um preempting change you know what seeing ahead of time what needs to be changed and that means also within the industry see those changes coming and and um make sure that we're preempting those things so that we're mm. we're in we're in um in the forefront of things um and always dedication um to i guess the the mission and and our and our participants um it's beautiful fabulous values there and i love how it's actually linking in with you know that's the spiritual aspect with you know with the whole god aspect and and the kingdom of god in every way how big is your team just just before you move on even more on to the recovery process but how big is your team that you're working with yeah so we're we're, we've got 16 staff right now and we did actually almost have 30 at one stage but um we're just doing a reshuffle and uh getting our foundations right ready for growth so the, the vision is actually to go Australia wide. Um, wow. I'd love to, love to be in every state. Um, and the Lord gave me a bit of a mandate to not shy away from being a Christian organization. Mm. Um, so, you know, some people just hold on to the, the values and, but, but the Lord's like, no, you, you put me first and don't shy away from that. So I'm not. And, you know, looking at the political arena as well, um, we're allowed to be a Christian organization. So that was one of my questions. Mm, right. I'm like, well, you know, so we, we can actually operate and be Christian. We just can't be prejudiced in who we hire or, um, or our participants, right? So we've, mm-hmm. we've got participants that are not Christian as well. Mm-hmm. So we want to, we want to yeah. open up the doors to serve everybody. Of course. And then in that sense, as much as it is a, a support work NDIS thing, it is also kind of a, a ministry of evangelism Absolutely. as you, you're able to potentially reach people who aren't exposed to the gospel with the gospel message. Yeah, it definitely. And it's just their choice. If they're open to it and they mm. want to receive prayer as part of their service, they can actually mm. sign off on that as well. And we can, you know, it all depends about where, where they're at in their journey because Christian has a, has a lot of different definitions in a lot of arenas. Mm. Um, so it's also being very transparent about what that looks like for us as a provider, um, and how we can get alongside participants that are, um, that are identifying as Christians. Um, yeah. So it, it's just, gen- it's a gentle approach and it's definitely, um, all about someone's choice and control. So how much they want, want that as part of their service so we can do bible readings with with participants we take them to church pray for them you know help them pray and all those sorts of things that's beautiful so um, what we're hearing is that that's part of the recovery focused support that you actually offer um you know for uh, on your on your side extras you know for the neuro to help participants with neurodiversity mental health issues and complex behaviors so they can become Mm -hmm. more resilient in their lives and resiliency is such an important thing these days isn't it but what i'm what you're saying too is that part of that recovery process is is taking them to church and being able to pray with them 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's been tested actually scientifically that anyone with a faith basis has more resilience already mm. from the get-go. And then if you've got Jesus and the Holy Spirit, you know, that's a hundredfold, I think. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a mindset thing. We agree with you here. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. I love that. I love that. It's like, firstly, there's a mindset thing that changes that, oh man, I can, I can go through this and be okay. But then as Christians, we recognize the very real working power of God in mm. our lives that changes us unexplainably and that works in situations unexplainably other than, yeah. again, from And heaven. our value in Christ, you know, mm. that we're not valued by what other people say or do uh, for us or with us. It's actually our value in Christ and, and um, in, in every aspect. And it just changes the way we interact with others and, and how, mm. yeah, and, our, and people's self-esteem in every way. Um, doesn't yeah, it? So, yeah. And just those, the tools like, you know, you can have, I mean, there's psychology and, and, and the Bible actually marry really well mm. together. You know, like they call it cognitive behavior therapy, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's literally affirmations um, on a daily basis to speak them out to transform your mind, which is actually meditate on the word day and night and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yes. You know, so it aligns with the word of God. Yeah, in Romans, the yeah, and, and sorry, you go, you were going to say no, something. No, I'm just saying in the book of Romans that that verse is just mm. powerful with that one. Yeah, transformed yeah. by the renewing of your mind. Mm. Yeah, that's right. And so, um, you know, when you're speaking out, whatever whatever flows from the heart, you know, it comes out of your mouth. So mm. if you're agreeing with life and you're speaking that out over yourself, then that identity in, in Christ is cemented and then you can speak that to others. So we can't actually mm. pour out of an empty tank. You know, it actually says we're supposed to be full to overflowing. Um, well, if you don't know the fullness of God's love for yourself, how can you, how can you give that to others? Mm. Um, Absolutely, so, 100%. Yeah, so the recovery aspect of things, like I'm just starting to – um, do some, we do in-house, um, toolbox talks with our team. Um, so we're actually working on some of these tools. So what does it look like? What, do, what does it look like when I get anxious or if I get angry? What are my early warning signs? Like what are the mm-hmm. symptoms in my body? Because when you can pick up on what's happening in your body, then that could be an indicator of subconscious thoughts mm-hmm. because it's our thoughts that govern our emotions and our, our, our behaviors. But it's the body that actually indicates that those things are happening first. Mm-hmm. So, so, so if we can pick up on those early warning signs, then it's like, oh, I'm getting anxious. I need to calm down. I need to do some exercises. I need to go to my happy place with Jesus. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like just, just that whole process and, um, of being still. Um, and then you're able to handle conflict or difficult situations more calmly because you're bringing your brain down into a, a, a state of calm. And you, you can do that with Jesus. Um, yeah. So that's, that's part of our recovery, I guess, tools that, that we, we offer. And that starts with in-house with our staff understanding those tools. Mm-hmm. And then, and then we can, um, I said to, to our staff that, that they can use these videos with our clients as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so do it with them, you know, practice the deep breathing uh, and all that sort of stuff. So. 
It's good. I'm excited. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're excited to hear what you're doing there too. So thanks so much, Kylie. And um, yeah, yeah, Kylie, it's amazing to hear that you guys are just fighting the good fight of faith in this area of of deep trouble for many people. Um, but yeah, helping them to see another way. Kylie, thank you so much for joining us. We are going to continue on with the show right now. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.